0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, October 31st, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A mother and her young son, victims of a deadly apartment fire yesterday in Euclid near Cleveland, have been identified. ONN's Maureen Kyle has more. Firefighters had a hard time getting inside the home because of heavy smoke and extreme heat. They found Gabrielle LaPree Goodson and her son Chase already unconscious when they finally got inside. The exact cause of the fire is unknown, but the fire was contained to that one unit. An investigation is now underway. I'm Maureen Kyle. Cleveland police are asking for the public's help after a possible kidnapping on the city's east side yesterday. They say someone called 911 to report a man grabbing and forcing a black teenage girl into his green Honda. She is described as between 13 and 17 years old. It happened on Arlington Road near East 125th Street around noon yesterday. Police are asking anyone who witnessed the incident or who may have security camera footage of it to come forward. Authorities in Southern Ohio's Scioto County are investigating a possible murder. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Portsmouth police say they were called around 5 Saturday night saying that a man was found dead in the 1200 block of Linden Avenue. Officers and EMTs went to the scene and found the man lying behind a shed. Police do believe the unnamed man's death was a homicide. His body has been sent to the Montgomery County Coroner's Office for an autopsy to determine the official cause of death. Anyone with any information about the case is asked to call the Portsmouth Police. Eric Brown, ONN News. A man from northern Kentucky near Cincinnati admitted in federal court to assaulting police officers during the January 6th U.S. Capitol riots. ONN's Angela Ann has more. Court documents allege 21-year-old Nick Brockhoff of Covington in Northern Kentucky threw an object at police officers who were trying to control the crowd and repeatedly discharged a fire extinguisher, causing officers to disperse and rendering them unable to hold back rioters who were attempting to storm the Capitol building. He's also accused of entering the Capitol building through a broken window. Brockhoff has pleaded guilty to a single count of assaulting, resisting or impeding officers using a dangerous weapon and faces a maximum twenty years in prison. He's scheduled to be sentenced in March. Angela Ann, a News. A Friday night crash on a southwestern Ohio interstate involving three school buses sent eight people to local hospitals. The Ohio State Highway Patrol responded to the crash on I-75 near Cincinnati shortly before 5:30 Friday night. The crash happened when the Northwest Local Schools buses carrying Colerain High School players to a Friday night game in Mason reached traffic that had stopped. Police say seven of the eight people who received minor injuries were students. Students who were not injured were transferred to other buses and taken to Mason where the first-round playoff game was delayed an hour. Today begins week eight of the murder trial of George Wagner IV in Waverly. ONN's Clay Gordon in Columbus reports on what the jury can expect in the coming week. In Pike County, the mother of George Wagner IV is expected to take the stand this week in his murder trial. The jury heard from his brother last week. His mother Angela and brother Jake pleaded guilty last year for their roles in the 2016 Roden family massacre. Prosecutors are also expected to play wiretap conversations between members of the Wagner family. I'm Clay Gordon. On Halloween night, parents take precautions to keep their kids safe from physical danger, but experts are warning children's emotional well-being needs to be protected, too. ONN's Tiffany Tarpley has more on this with therapist Amber Withrow. One therapist at Milan Christian Counseling says that something like a scary TV ad might pop back up in a nightmare. She says it's best to talk openly about these things with your kids without judgment and also watch out for that sugar consumption. Of course, making sure that they stay healthy hydrated, maybe even stay extra active of of things like let's take a walk before we really transition to the next activity. Well, experts encourage parents to ration the treats to avoid those mood swings from a sugar crash. In the newsroom, Tiffany Tarpley. Months after a fire devastated a central Ohio Christmas tree farm, the owners say they'll reopen just in time for the holiday season. Timbuck Farms in Granville is set to reopen the day after Thanksgiving. In March, the fire damaged two greenhouses and took 10% of the farm's production. Owner Tim Gibson says the team spent the summer rebuilding and now they're ready to help families create memories. It truly is a day on the farm. You know, we try to make it, we try to keep it very traditional and, um, you know, try to create memories forever. Gibson also says this year, Santa and Mrs. Claus will be back for the first time since the pandemic. The Columbus Blue Jackets are responding to disturbing reports of fans mistreating the team's goalie, Elvis Merzlikens, and his family. ONN's Lacey Crisp reports. Elvis's wife, Alexandra, says fans have called her family trash and even said they should die. She says her son will no longer be attending his dad's games because of the hate. We reached out to the Columbus Blue Jackets. We requested a statement from the club. Representatives said they were disturbed by the comments and are looking into the matter. Lacey Crisp in Columbus. And the Battle of Ohio is set for primetime tonight when the Bengals travel to take on the Browns for Monday Night Football. ONN's Dom Taberi has more on what to expect from the matchup with the Browns' head coach. Kevin Stefanski. Battle of Ohio, part one, taking over center stage up in Cleveland tonight as the Brownies will host the Bengals, two teams that are going in different directions. The Browns have now lost four in a row. The Bengals have won four out of their last five and needing a win tonight to stay tied with the Ravens for first place in the AFC North. Game time tonight, 8.15 p.m. Uh, We understand, you know, how big a game it is because it's at our place. It's a division opponent. We're excited uh, for the opportunity. Uh, It's a good football team, uh, like we've talked about all week, Uh, really good players. I'm Dom Taberi reporting. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network.